Hello, this is Nick Holland with Information Security Media Group. I'm joined by Sonia Arista, who is the National Healthcare Lead at Fortinet. And uh, Fortinet was actually the uh, sponsors of a roundtable discussion dinner that we did last week in Boston. So, Sonia, welcome. Thanks for joining me. Thank you so much. Let's get down to some of the things we talked about. So, I mean, what would you say were some of the burning issues that um, our audience discussed during the roundtable last week? Yeah, to me, the, the burning issues fell into two categories. The largest technical burning issue is still the lack of visibility um, across the spectrum of the p perimeter, whether it be in the cloud. Um, we talked about boundaryless uh, perimeters, um, all the way to, from a micro visibility standpoint, asset identification. So understanding your data as it relates to storage on the various assets that you have and just overall enterprise asset uh, inventories. Um, from a process perspective, cross-industry data governance is still a struggle um, in terms of identification of who owns the data, the concept of data, data guardianship, and sort of uh, the life cycle of data that needs to be retired. Certainly, information security professionals think about retiring and, and destruction of data in the life cycle to mitigate risk, but I'm not sure that we're quite there with our user base understanding that same imperative to retire data or to, or to destroy it when it's, a, when it's no longer of use to our business. And I think effective metrics at the board level is still a struggle. So consistent board metrics to the C-suite that won't get into technological detail, but will be representative of uh, the trajectory of growth for an information security program. I think that's a pretty good synopsis of what was covered. So certainly, I mean, I think from your standpoint, any surprises from the evening, anything that you learned that was unexpected? Yeah, I learned that um, InfoSec executives are very interested in um, hearing about current you know, litigation or those incidents that are under investigation. We had a lawyer at the table and he, you know, when he spoke, people were listening quite intently. And I believe it's because, you know, they're wanting to use that information to inform their incident response and potentially disaster recovery plans. But also they're using that information to validate any program prioritizations they need to make in the case that they have, uh, you know, a significant breach, what are sort of the boots on the ground insight on what they can expect to be called upon to provide as evidence or, or over the course of an investigation. Um, the other thing I learned, and uh, I wasn't as surprised given a lot of the media attention with, you know, Facebook at all and, and all the, the resale of patient and customer supposedly redacted, you know, information for, as business models, but privacy was very much a part of the conversation. So certainly I've been in a couple of organizations where the privacy and security office are combined. And in, in some ways, the program has overlap and it makes sense. And from a policy perspective, there, there can be some benefits there in collapsing those two functions. Um, but I think it's still separate in most organizations. And privacy, um, entering the conversation with security is, I think, refreshing. I think that it needs to be thought of outside the boundaries of compliance and understood as, you know, having its basis in, in security controls and, and data access. So what about, I mean, what are your takeaways from the evening? What did you find valuable? Well, the general conversation and sharing of resources um, is always valuable. I was surprised not to hear a lot of conversation around um, unstructured data. 
which is something I am hearing in the field is on the forefront concern. I mean, people don't, you know, they know where their structured data is, but they're really struggling with what does the term unstructured data mean and what sort of oversight uh, responsibilities does the office of the CISO have as it relates to identifying and, and subsequent protection of that data. So I think that that's hand in hand with some of the um, GDPR discussion that we did have at dinner. Um, but I think that GDPR enforcement was, you know, unquestionably really un underlying talking about, you know, unstructured data identification. I think that there's an open acknowledgement that there's varying states of maturity um, across the whole peer group. And to be around a table where, you know, executives are acknowledging, you know, kind of where they are in their maturity layer was refreshing. I mean, you know, I don't know many operational areas where, you know, a table of CFOs would get around, you know, and talk about the potential gaps that they have and how they're trying to to overcome them. And I just think information security has been in a collective growth trajectory over the last five years that we're really helping each other out. It's sort of brothers in arms as it relates to um, sharing the right resources, what products and services are working, um, and what guidance isn't working. So that was really refreshing, and, and I was really appreciative to get that insight, you know, obviously leading from a cybersecurity product standpoint. Um, that's, that's valuable insight for me. Well, Sonia, thanks very much for your time. That is Sonia Arista, who is with Fortinet and for Information Security Media Group. I'm Nick Holland.